Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello. Um, today's lesson is going to be on carnal earthly knowledge and spiritual knowledge. Now, the reason why we're having this discussion today is because um, I've been hearing the last few months that people are going around and saying that they're woke. I even had a discussion with somebody, uh, a professional, that we had a discussion and she said that people are now saying this term as being woke. Now, I wasn't really clear about what she was saying in regards to being woke, but after she explained to me what she heard woke was to be um, by people describing it. What she was saying was a lot of melanated people today are saying that they're woke, especially young people. Now, I have heard the term, but I don't know anybody who uses it. So um, I had to look into that. So I, I feel like um, what I'm going to explain today is going to put some things into perspective in terms of being quote unquote woke. Um, I could be wrong by what people are saying, but um, I believe that I'm, I'm pretty much spot on. However, um, I guess it's just up to you or it's up to the people who are um, using this term in their own circles as to what they mean. But spiritually, I believe that um, people are confusing being woke with being spiritually aware. And that's what we're going to discuss today. So today's topic, and forgive me if you hear clicks because I'm using new methods of reading my notes. So, you know, if you hear clicks, um, it's the reading of my notes or flipping papers. Okay, um, today's um, Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. And like I said, today's um, topic of discussion and lecture is um, carnal earthly knowledge versus spiritual knowledge. Now they call spiritual knowledge epinosis and it's a Greek word. And I will be um, defining that word within this lesson. So hopefully this lesson will edify you and let's begin. Okay. Um, like I said, um, it's a very important lesson simply because um, the popular thing today um, is people being quote unquote woke in today's society. Um, a lot of young people use it and, you know, um, some older people, I guess, use it just to be in the know or just to be able to carry the um, metaphor. Um, I've been hearing it quite a bit and I believe that people are taking this a bit out of context. Like I said, you know, some people just say that they woke just because they see stuff going on and they're aware. I believe they're saying woke as being aware. I don't know. 
but um, I, I would like to um, do a spiritual lesson on it just that we have the um, understanding of um, what woke really means in the spiritual um, sense. Okay, the scripture, the, excuse me, the scriptures state that in the last days that information will increase and people are going to see things. Revelation states this. The prophets of the scriptures state this. What we are experiencing today testifies to this. I hope you can believe your eyes because what you are currently seeing is not a figment of your imagination. The wars, the Romans of wars, the famine, the pestilence um, in the Middle East, those bugs, natural disasters, mudslides, volcanoes, tsunamis, et cetera. Within the last 10 years, 15 years, you know, we don't really pay attention to it, but now that it's coming more frequently and people are actually calling it global warming, we're starting to um, uh, be conscious, more conscious of it. Okay. And I'm not saying that there's not global warming. What I'm saying is the scriptures um, discuss um, how people are going to destroy the earth and how the earth is going to react. So that is scriptural. So um, that's what I'm basically saying. So if you want to understand how and what type of people would destroy the earth, then go to my lesson, um, Gentiles, heathens, and Israel. And then you'll know what kind of person would destroy the earth. Okay. Um, all of the stuff that's happening today, um, this is prophecy. Um, now I know that things naturally occur during this, you know, they've nat naturally occurred during the centuries and they continue to. However, look at the, uh, look at how intense they are and observe the way that they are happening. An example of that is um, how are millions of scorpions, this is in Egypt, how are millions of scorpions coming out of the ground and stinging people in one night? Now, it's, um, and three people dead. Now it's, um, you know, it was due from a, a, um, heavy rains, torrential rains and flooding. And, you know, there's flooding and stuff all over the world. There's flooding everywhere. And as a matter of fact, it's becoming more intense. But the fact that from a result of that quote unquote, scorpions are coming out of the ground and attacking people and it was so many stingings in one night. Now that's not a coincidence. And, and I have to stop. Uh, I'm just gonna put a pin in that for a minute. Um, I haven't spoken about prophecy yet and I haven't um, gone into the prophets. However, there are prophecies and I said this in um, past lessons, there are prophecies that have yet to come true, that have been prophesied. And a lot of nations, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of nations, but uh, um, there have been nations that was mentioned and have been mentioned in um, prophecy that are gonna be destroyed. There are nations that's gonna be destroyed. And one of those nations is Egypt. So, um, and if you don't believe me, read the prophets, because I'm not making this stuff up. You read the prophets. So somebody who would get angry at that and go, oh, how could she say that? Read the prophets. 
Okay, go to the Old Testament and read all the prophets and you'll know who's going to be destroyed and who's not. Okay, I'm just telling you what's in the scriptures and I have read the scriptures and meditated on them. So um, this is not this is not a coincidence and this is not um, something that just well, something that just happens actually is a coincidence, you know, is, is a coincidence, but this is not a coincidence because this is prophecy. I mean, this is one way that it can be. If we think about the things um, that people say, you know, sometimes you say, oh, um, you just shrug it off um, and you say, well, this is not real. Um, I've already spoken about that too. If you cannot, if you cannot believe something, if you can't believe your eyes, more than um, likely you can't receive or conceive what's happening. So um, despite what people say or what they think, this is prophecy and there's nothing we can do about it. So that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, the scorpions were coming out and in one night, thousands of people or hundreds of people, I can't remember whether there's hundreds or thousands of people, got stung and actually three of them died in one night. That's not, that's not something that just happens. Okay, if you're not able to connect those spiritual prophecies and dots, I don't know what to tell you. Yes, there is a such thing as global warming. However, during biblical time, when this was first told to the prophets, there was no such definition as global warming. Um, the people were pretty much abiding by the rules of the earth. Um, you know, they was respecting Mother Earth. You know, they weren't um, they weren't going around abusing things and and misusing things and neglecting things and hoarding things and just doing a lot of beastly acts. And when I say beastly acts, I mean acting like animals. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, they wasn't abusing the earth and they followed the rules of the earth. I mean, different tribes and stuff, they got along pretty much um, the way they were supposed to and they didn't abuse things. They understood that if you take, you have to give back. And a lot of times, you know, when, um, when things changed, it doesn't happen that way now. It's take, 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 take. And obviously when you continue to do that, then something's gonna happen. And that's exactly what's happening now. Okay. So, you know, people are not abiding by the rules of the earth. And um, because of that, um, this earth is fighting back. Okay. Um, all right. And it, it also has, um, he, um, the scriptures also inform you that um, those people who abuse the earth, pretty much they animalistic heathens. I say it like that, but it, just, it doesn't say that they're heathens. It says that they are going to be either strangers or um, they might say heathens. That's um, destroying the earth. That's abusing the earth. Um, and it's not in the Bible. It's a description of how they're abusing it. But there are scriptures that actually say that the heathens are abusing the earth. So those are the scriptures that are not in the Bible. There's so many other scriptures that's not in the 66 books of the Bible. And like I say, Gentiles put the Bible together. Okay, that's why it's questionable. All right. 
um, we will be defining both words, um, carnal knowledge and spiritual knowledge. And I will back it up spiritually um, and give you a sense of understanding of each um, word and term. Um, this way you're clear on what uh, people are saying and what you mean ab about what's going on today. Like I said, the term quote unquote woke. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to say, as I said before, when Yahuda came over here in bondage, they fully knew who they were. Now, you could say they were woke because they acknowledged who they were before they uh, came to the land of their captivity. They knew who they were because prophecy says that they would go in bondage. They would go um, in bondage by a ruthless nation, more ruthless than any nation that ever put them in bondage. And they would be in chains in ships sent all over and they would be captive by people who they don't understand their language and who would abuse them and kill them, the young, the very young and the very old, and they don't care. Now that is a prophecy from Yah's mouth directly. And what happened? Okay, so Yahuda was sent all over the four corners of the earth. And no, Yahuda did not understand the, um, the words that was coming out of the, um, the heathen's mouth who, um, who took them. And yes, Yah said they were heathens. They were people who were ruthless and that's a heathen. So, you know, the heathens came, they took them, they brought them around in ships. They brought them all over the four corners of the earth. No um, Yasharel, um, as in Yehuda, one of the Yasharel, um, did not understand their speech. They wasn't, when, um, when they came over here in bondage, they wasn't stupid or not. And they knew other languages. They just didn't know this language. They, um, their culture was different. So when, like I said in a, a previous teaching, when one conquering nation conquers another nation, they get rid of everything from that nation so that they can be acclimated and assimilated into the conquering nation's um, doctrine. So this is what happened. And this is scriptural. Now, um, back to this carnal knowledge, um, spiritual knowledge. Um, per for Ezra, the angel is telling Ezra that human beings only know what's go what goes on in the earth barely and not in the heavens. Arrogant people really believe that they know all the things and um, the things they don't know, they either rationalize, they make excuses for, they imply that it doesn't exist because they don't have any answers for it, or perhaps they cannot wrap their heads around it to explain it. Like I said in previous lessons, sometimes you can't receive what's happening because your eyes won't believe what your mind can't conceive. So if you cannot conceive that something will happen, you're not gonna believe it when it happens when you see it with your own eyes. Okay, remember your eyes, I already said that. And for Israel, um, 
a concentration on uh, Judah, the message is to seek Yah and to um, get some epinosis, which is spiritual understanding and knowledge so that they can receive information about spiritual matters. And the reason why they need to is because there's a prophecy for Israel and there's a prophecy for various nations that are coming true. And a lot of people ask the question, what's Babylon? Who's Babylon? The scriptures answer the question. The scriptures answer the question. Okay. So um, in order for you, and I'm not going to give you the answer. I do know the answer, but I'm not going to give it to you because you need to seek it for yourself. And this is the purpose of um, the lesson. What I will say is the scriptures give you that information and it describes what happened in the first Babylon and the second Babylon and the third Babylon because um, Yasharel went into bondage several times. They did not just go to Egypt. There was many times they went in and a lot of times they went to Babylon. And the things that was going on in Babylon just um, gives you the same description of what's going on today. And I would have to say um, in the book of, um, I want to say Ecclesiastes, um, things that happened before are going to happen again. It's a circle. So we know that if it happened like that in Babylon, how the atmosphere was in Babylon, it's going to happen like that today. So if you can connect the dots of what happened in Babylon in biblical days and find out what's going on here or everywhere in the world, you will know exactly what Babylon is and where it is. It's not one place. It's a lot of places. And um, it says that um, Sodom and Gomorrah too. It says Babylon and Sodom and Gomorrah. So um, if you can connect the dots between what's going on in the world and read the scriptures about Babylon and Sodom and Gomorrah, which is two different places, it's the actions of the people um, and where they were um, demographically. That is how you will know what Babylon and Sodom and Gomorrah is. And today um, people are acting like that. So we know that what happened uh, back then, what Yah did, he's going to turn around and do it again. That's just prophecy. Okay. Now, I don't want to re uh, rear off course too much, but um, carnal knowledge versus spiritual knowledge is very broad. And I'm going to try to stay focused so that people understand what's happening. And the focus is why people are saying that they're woke. Okay, so like I said, before Yahuda came to the four corners of the earth with a, um, a concentration on the United States in bondage, they knew fully well who they were. They knew fully well who they were. So were they woke or were they, did they have spiritual knowledge? That's the question. Okay, spiritual wisdom and how to distinguish between the two. Okay. <laughs> According to the dictionary, this was this is what carnal means, okay? The Webster's. 
And it's all um, from the Webster's that I got online. So according to the dictionary, carnal means, and it's an adjective, relating to physical, especially sexual needs and activities. You got it? Carnal, that's what it means. Carnal desire, okay? The synonyms are sexual, sensual, erotic, lustful, lascivious, libidinous, um, let, eros, lewd, bodily, fleshly, corporeal, animal, okay? That's just some of them. Now, knowledge, which is a noun, means facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education the theoretical or practical understanding of a subject, a thirst for knowledge, okay? And that's that's an um, example. Now, the reason why I read carnal first and then I read knowledge second is that you'd understand how the definition is in regards to the body, okay? In regards to the body. Okay, physical knowledge in regards to the body. I already said what carnal was and it's very lewd um, description. And I already ex um, just explained to you what knowledge means. Okay, and the synonym for knowledge is understanding, comprehension, grasp, grip, command, um, mastery, etc. Okay, that is carnal and knowledge. I just... Um, Describe to you the definition. Now, that was broken down each word. Now I'm going to define carnal knowledge, okay? I just defined carnal by itself and I just defined knowledge by itself. Now I'm going to define carnal knowledge. And I'm gonna tell you why I did this in a minute. Carnal knowledge means sexual intercourse. It's a noun. Carnal knowledge means sexual intercourse. This is the description that I got when I pulled it out. And the, synony the synonyms are sexual intercourse, sex, sex, lovemaking, making love, sex, act, act of love, sexual relations, intimate relations, intimacy, coupling, mating, la-di-da-di-da, okay? Copulation, fornication, etc. Okay. So that is the definition of carnal knowledge. That um, surprised me. It really did. And it probably surprising you too. <laughs> okay. Um, this uh, definition is obscene and it's not of y'all. Remember carnal things puff up. They're arrogant, they're unclean, they're unpure, they're fleshly. Now, in those definitions, some of those words I just read is in the definition. It's unpure and it's fleshly, it's unclean, it's arrogant. Also, remember that the prince of the air is the devil and he uses the flesh. So right there is telling you the connection, okay? With earthly knowledge, the connection with the devil. It's carnal, it's um, 
just what I said, you know, grasping, understanding and, and experience through education, theoretical, that's just knowledge. And then, like I said, carnal is earthly and sexually and lustful. Okay, so the devil uses this, okay? This is what the devil uses. And, and, and put a pin in that, put, put a pin in that because when I read you spiritual knowledge, it's the, the opposite of carnal knowledge. And this is what you should have and not the, um, the earthly. But anyway, um, also remember that the prince of the air is the devil and he uses the flesh, carnal knowledge. On the opposite side of the coin or the spectrum is wisdom, which is a spirit that brings knowledge, AKA the Ruach. Now, now I'm going to define the Greek word epinosis, which is spiritual knowledge. The original word, and it has Greek letters, and it's a noun, and it's translated, is a definition, recognition, knowledge, uses, knowledge of a particular point directed towards a particular object, perception, discernment, recognition, intuition, and it, help, it helps with word studies. What is epinosis of healing? The experiential knowledge, full and complete, is what the Greeks call epinosis. Epinosis produces practical results in our knowledge of the Most High Yah. For example, we may have an understanding of healing, but still be sick in our body. When you have epinosis of healing, you get healed. <clears throat> Now you know the difference between carnal knowledge and spiritual knowledge, which is epinosis. Spiritual knowledge is from the Ruach. If you listen to my um, previous lessons, you understand that the Ruach has a job. The Ruach brings the truth to you. The Ruach searches the hearts of men. The Ruach gives you information straight from Yah. That's what the Ruach does. The Ruach knows the truth and gives you the truth. So even in the scriptures, it says, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. That's in Revelation and a couple of other places in the New Testament. You cannot hear what the Ruach is saying if you're not in the Ruach. That means you have to be in the spirit using a regular word, using a regular word you have to be in the spirit to hear the spirit you cannot have a carnal sexual um uh, obscene ear and hear the, the ruach i already um uh, read to you the definition of the words carnal knowledge now you know what it means now the scripture says carnal knowledge puffs up and what does that mean it means people who have knowledge try to rule over you. Knowledge is power, if you ever heard that before. Not only that, Adam and Eve was in the garden and they sought knowledge. And what happened to that? The devil, who is the prince of the air, who rules the flesh, tricked them. 
so that they can gain knowledge. Eve didn't even know what the heck knowledge was and he tricked her and she in turn tricked Adam and now we in this mess that we're in. So just remember that. Okay, some examples of scriptures um, and what it says about both. I'm gonna read scriptures in regards to carnal knowledge. I'm gonna read scriptures and um, about the Ruach that provides spiritual knowledge. And we're going to have an understanding of what it means. Okay, carnal knowledge. 1 Corinthians 8, 1 through 3 says, now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but charity edifies it. That's love. And if any man thinks that he knows anything, he doesn't know anything. If he thinks he knows anything, he doesn't know anything. That's what it says. You don't know nothing. Okay. Yet he, um, yet as he ought to know, he doesn't know what he's supposed to know. He doesn't know nothing because Yah, um, Yah does not regard carnal knowledge as anything because it's nothing to him. It's nothing. Spiritual knowledge means something to him. So that's what it means. Okay. Um, but if any man love the most high, um, the same is known of him. Genesis 6 and 5 says, <clears throat> the most high saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. This is knowledge. Okay, this is about carnal knowledge, how Yah doesn't like it. Genesis 3 and 7. When the eyes of both are open, then they know that they were naked. This is what Adam and Eve, after they sought the fruit of knowledge and the devil tricked them because of sexual sin. Now you understand what carnal knowledge means. This is in a dictionary. And their eyes were both open after they partook in the fruit of knowledge. And they both knew that they were naked, okay? Before it wasn't even a thought. It wasn't important. Now they know that they're naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. Hmm. First Corinthians 2 and 14. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of Yah. For they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Now I'm going to tell you what that means. A carnally, a carnal person with carnal knowledge does not understand the things of the spiritual knowledge of epinosis. They don't understand it and they think it's stupid. But remember who you are. You're just a squirrel trying to get in that. This is not your world. You're just a squirrel. In your mind, it, you believe it's this world. And there's a, I mean, you, you believe that you own the world, but you really don't. Everything has a time. Everything has a place. Everything has a purpose. And like I said, the clock is ticking and everything and everybody who used to rule for 
thousands of years, it's, the tides are going to turn. So all of the stuff you think is frivolous and stupid and ridiculous, those things are going to bang you right in your head. Okay? All right. So spiritual things, those people that's carnal and they think they're on top of everything and they think they know everything and they think they're so clever, they're going to be confounded, okay? Romans 8 and 7. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to the most high, for it does not submit to Yah's law. Indeed, it cannot. So it's basically telling you the flesh, which is a carnal person, is hostile to Yah. He doesn't understand. He doesn't care. And he's not going to submit to the law. And that's why he's not going to be here. All right. During the next life, just to complete the sentence, because I don't want people to say, beware. They're not going to go to the next life. Yah has already finished with this life. Remember what I said about Yah told um, the ancestors the end from the beginning. Before the foundation of the world, Yah already did everything he needed to do. In the, um, the book of Revelation, when um, Yahusha is speaking with Yachanah, who is John, he tells them that he saw the devil got, get thrashed down. And he also described that the devil who roams around, which is no more. And Yah's, wherever Yah is, because Yah's not bound by space and time, the devil's already done away with. But because we are still in its space and time continuum, we have to go through the stuff. Whereas in Yah, where Yah is, it's already done. Everything's already done. Like I said, the clock is ticking. And when the clock gets where it needs to be, then he'll do the judgment and do what he, he needs to do. Yah's not bound by space and time. This is why that prophetic word is telling you that this stuff is already done. Yeah, that's what it says. Okay, knowledge increasing, truth about prophecy in the last days. This is only the carnal part. Matthew 24 and 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. That's a prophecy. 2 Peter 3, 3 and 4. Knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of this coming? Forever since the father fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. And what does that mean? Remember in creation, when um, this is pre-flood, I'm going to give you an example. When Noah was going to everybody and telling them, turn around from your wicked ways and repent. And then y'all, you know, he's going to fix up the place. He's going to do what he needs to do. And they didn't listen to him. They never listened. Okay. This is not in the Bible. This is in the book of Jasper. And for 120 years, Noah continued to minister to the people and tell them to turn from their wicked ways. And people just kept on going. They were scoffing and didn't believe nothing either. And what happened? What happened? I'm going to leave that up to you because you already know what happened to flood happened. 
So then they just think, oh yeah, we're gonna keep on, you know, partying and doing whatever we want. Ow, we don't believe in nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Yahusha says that too. When I come back, it's gonna be just like the days of Noah. People gonna be giving, um, doing parties and doing this. I'm just saying my own spin. But he said during the days of Noah's, they was marrying and giving in marriage and they were having parties and stuff like that. And then the rain came and washed them all away. <laughs> it's the same thing that's gonna happen now. And we at the point right now that um, people don't believe nothing because it, it, people believe what their senses tell them. People are very carnal and they rely on their senses. So if they can't use their senses to understand something, <laughs> then it doesn't exist, okay? They're very tangible. If I can't use my five senses to see it, then they're going to have to prove it to me. But remember what I said, this is not your world. You're just a squirrel trying to get in there. That's all you are. Dust in the wind, a blade of grass with a season of living. That's all you are. That's in the scriptures, not the net thing, but the blade of grass and a puff of uh, wind and smoke. Yeah, that's what, that's that scripture. Okay. Two Timothy, um, three, one and five. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, excuse me, heartless, <clears throat> slanderous, Without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of the most high, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. Wow. I want you to think about that one second. Do you know any situations that's happening today that's like that? Any people today that's like that? Of course. These are the times that we're living in. 1 Corinthians 4 and 5. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Most High comes, who will bring light to the things now hidden in the darkness and will, excuse me, disclose the purposes of the heart, then each one will receive his commendation from the most high. So there's a lot of things that have, they're not hidden, but the truth will be revealed. That's scripture. There, there will be in the last days, a lot of truth being unfolded. Whatever's in the dark is going to come to the light. So um, that's spiritual. So um, even physical eyes are going to see this, but they're not going to understand the spirituality behind it. So maybe when people are saying, oh, I'm woke, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you understand the spiritual situation behind it. It just means that you're able to see what's happening. I mean, everything and everybody's going to be able to see what's happening, even animals, they're going to see what's happening. <laughs> Everybody's going to be able to see what's happening. We, we're seeing what's happening right now. 
Does that mean that you're spiritually aware? Does that mean that you're spiritually open, that you're in the Ruach? No, it just means that you can see and you're using your senses to look at it. If you got two brain cells and synapses that connect and a little tiny bit of sense, then you can see what's happening. Oh yeah, this is happening over there. Oh yeah, did you see the um, did you see the tsunami over here or the, the mudslide over there or the big uh, sinkhole in Mexico? Yeah, we could all see that. But are you able to connect the spiritual dots? That's what you need. Who cares if you can just see that? That's what I'm trying to say to you. Who cares if you're um, woke, quote unquote? Yeah, we all woke. We can see it. We can use our five senses to see and navigate, you know, certain things to find out that things are happening. It says that in the scriptures that everybody's going to see it. So everybody's woke. That's the point of this lesson. Everybody's woke, woke, but not everybody is spiritually aware. And that's what people need to understand. Now, wisdom brings knowledge. Wisdom is a spirit. That's Yahuwah's Ruach HaKudosh, okay? That provides the knowledge. Let, the, um, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. John 14 and 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, who is the Ruach HaKudosh, whom the Most High will send in my name, this is Yahushua saying it, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. That's epinosis, spiritual knowledge. That's what the Ruach brings. The Ruach does not bring earthly five senses. Okay? Spiritual things. Remember what um, the angel said to Ezra, and we're going to get into Ezra one of these days, but remember what the angel said to um, Ezra and Ezra for Ezra. He said, you don't, you, I wouldn't be able to tell you earthly, I mean, not uh, heavenly things, okay? Because you don't know, if you can answer one of these questions, these earthly questions to me, then I will tell you about spiritual things. That's what he said. And then Yahushua, when he was walking on the earth, he said, how can I tell you heavenly things and you don't understand earthly things? So, we walk around here and we think we understand everything that goes on. But honestly, we as a whole collective world, we don't. Unfortunately, the powers that be, they think they know everything. Like I said, they make excuses for things that they don't know. They reject things they don't know, or they tell you it doesn't exist. That's not stopping what's gonna happen. They are not the end all and be all. They used to be in the leaders, but it's the tides are slowly turning. Trust me, because there's a prophecy for them too. Yes. Okay. And I will quote that prophecy. What you sow, you will reap. That's the prophecy. <laughs> Those who put in bondage, they're going to be in bondage. Those who hurt people, they're going to be hurt. I mean, there is a prophecy for them, Yahushua says. Okay, Ephesians 4 and 30. And do not grieve the Ruach HaKodesh of the Most High, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So don't grieve 
the Ruach, especially when the Ruach is trying to give you uh, spiritual wisdom, okay, and understanding. As a matter of fact, this is a bridge to the Shepherd of Hermas because the Shepherd is telling Hermas about the Ruach giving him an understanding about the Ruach and how the Ruach cannot live in you if there's darkness there. There's only one temple. Only one can be in the temple. You're going to have darkness in the temple, which is carnal knowledge and, and all the nonsense. Or you're going to have the Ruach that's um, light, pure light and, and, and delicate. You can only have one. And a lot of these people down here, they don't have it. They don't even know nothing about it because Yah said, Yahusha said, you love darkness. You want to do things in the dark. But little do you know, you're being watched every second. Yes. Acts 1 and 8. But you will receive the power when the Ruach HaKodesh has come upon you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That's Yah. Um, oh, that's not Yahushua saying. It might be either Peter or Paul saying it. <clears throat> but when the, oh, I'm sorry. John 15 and 26 says, but when the helper comes, that's the Ruach, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Most High, the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Most High Father, he will bear witness about me. That's Yahusha saying that in the book of John. And Yahushua don't need to lie. Why? First John Corinthians 6 and 19 says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the, whole, uh, of the Ruach HaKodesh within you? Whom you have from the most high, Yah, you are not your own. Now, just like Ephesians 4 and um. In 30, Paul wrote the book of Ephesians and he wrote um, Corinthians and he's telling both uh, people in different um, areas. He's telling them that your body is the temple that holds either the Ruach or is ruled by the devil. So that he's encouraging people to allow the Ruach to settle in them so that they could get spiritual wisdom and understanding okay what is knowledge and being in the know okay this is what the walk does romans 8 and 26 likewise the ruach helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought but the Ruach himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So the Ruach actually ministers to Yah for us. That's only when we in the Ruach. It doesn't happen when you're carnal. Okay. 2 Corinthians 3 and 17. Now the most high is the Ruach and where the Ruach of the most high is there is freedom now what does the uh, um there's a there is a uh, scripture that says um who the most high sets free is free indeed 
okay? Ephesians 1 and 13. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed in the promise of the Ruach HaKodesh, okay? Remember what I said, belief. You cannot please Yah without belief. You can't even go to him without belief because you ain't, you're not going to believe he is. So it's not going to work. And remember, the Ruach searches the hearts of men and the Ruach knows the truth. The Ruach will know your heart, okay? Acts 13 and 2, while they were worshiping and fasting, the Ruach HaKodesh says, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So Barnabas and Saul was called by the Ruach. And there is a book of Barnabas. And Saul is Paul. So you already know Paul wrote um, most of the New Testament. And why? Okay, I can't say like Paul wrote most of the New Testament. What I could say is when the Gentiles put the book together, they gathered most of Paul's writings and put them in the New Testament. That's, that's the, um, the proper way to say it. Because it's not like, oh yeah, Paul wrote this. Let's put it like that. No, there was a lot of um, ciphers, a lot of scrolls of writing of different people who walked with Yahusha and who were um, disciples and apostles and um, those writings after um, people died and um, they were hidden. A lot of times people dug them up that um, an angel will come and tell them to dig them up or um, you know, get them and gather them. And then when the Gentiles grabbed all the stuff and the heathens, they put what they wanted to together. And how do I know this? Because in the book of Enoch, it says it. It says it. And even in the revelation, uh, I'm sorry, the apocalypse of Paul, it says it there too, which is the vision of Paul. It says it. Okay. There's a lot of books that tell you that they was hiding them simply because when one nation conquers another, they get rid of all of their stuff and indoctrinate them into their um, thing. But little do they know when they conquered Yasharel, Yasharel is Yah's. So Yah is going to get the word out no matter what. So that's, what's, that's what happened and that's what's happening. Okay, Acts 4 and 31 says, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with understanding. Oh, sorry. They were all filled, sorry. With the Ruach HaKodesh and continue to speak the word of the Most High with boldness. So they were speaking in tongues and stuff with boldness. And that's what happens when you get the Ruach. Okay. Um, John 13, 16 and 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, which is the Ruach HaKodesh, he will guide you into all truth. What is he going to do? He's going to guide you into all truth, not a piece of the truth, because a piece of the truth is a lie. And that comes from the devil. 
So the Ruach is going to guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Now, what is the Ruach doing? The Ruach is going to tell you the truth straight from the most high because the Ruach is the most high's forethought. Okay, and the Ruach is going to tell you exactly what's going on straight from the most high. And he's going to tell you of things that are to come. Now, what are the things that are to come? That is called a prophecy. Now, what does Yah say? In the latter days, I'm going to pour my spirit out onto my children and they're going to prophesy and they're going to see um, dream dreams. They're going to do all kinds of stuff. And then he says that about his children. And then he says he's going to do it in the whole world he's gonna do that he's gonna pour his spirit out in the whole world and they're gonna prophesy so that's what he said so yes there's prophecy there's prophecy that already been fulfilled there's prophecy that is yet to be fulfilled and there's prophecy that's unfurling right now and we are watching it no matter what okay now we see the difference between being able to physically see being woke and carnally understand what is happening and what's going to happen and the understanding of spiritual things, which is epinosis, which things mean, um, which means being able to understand the true meaning of why it's happening and where it came from, which is foretold and for known so now that you understand the difference between being woke carnal knowledge and just using your five carnal senses to see what's happening and having epinosis being spiritually open to the ruach because the ruach is using your temple to give you information, which I already read in the scriptures, and you're able to not only see what's happening, you're able to understand what's happening, what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, because you're connecting with the Ruach, and the Ruach is giving you all the truth and understanding. So, like I said, being woke is nothing. Everybody's woke. Everybody can see what's happening, Okay. The, the, I believe the reason why a lot of people are saying they woke is because they always been distracted. And now so many things happen, so many things are happening, which this is scriptural because y'all said everybody's going to see it and everybody's going to see the truth. Truth is going to be open. Everybody's going to see it. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be spiritually open, but they're going to physically be able to see it. A lot of people's not going to be able to receive what's happening. They're going to be able to physically see it and connect the dot. Oh, this is happening. But they're not going to be able to spiritually understand it and communicate where it's coming from and why. That is the difference. Okay? That's simply the difference between being woke and being spiritually aware. So I hope that this message clarifies the difference up. And I hope that it edifies you. And um, thank you for listening. And until next time, goodbye.